بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم لا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على سيدنا ونبينا القاسم المصطفى محمد uh, الحمد لله we are able to have once again our series on مناجات خمسة عشر uh, إن شاء الله in this session we are going to start مناجات الراغبين and this is the fifth of the 15 uh, whispered prayers uh, unfortunately today we don't have a slide I was just told that uh, we don't have a slide but uh, you can find it in Mafatihul Janam all these 15 monajat and inshallah we hope for the next week we would have them ready uh, this monajat is for the people who have ragba. Ragba means eagerness. They want something with eagerness. They are interested in something and joyfully they want to have it. These are the people who have this eagerness for being close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, eagerness for being good people, eagerness for being given good qualities, eagerness for having forgiveness and maghfirah as we will see inshallah it starts with bismillah ar-rahman ar-rahim ilahi in kana qalla zadi fil masir ilayk falaqad hasuna wanni bitawakkul alayk always uh, you find in the beginning of this munajat a comparison a pair of two things. O oh Allah, O oh my Lord, if my provision for coming to you, for my journey towards you, is little, qalla, is very little, I have little provision, I have not had enough collected as my provision. When someone like Amirul Mu'minin says, Ah, min qillat al-zad wa bu'd al-safar, so our you know, situation is very clear. We don't have enough provision. But if my provision for my journey towards you is very little, I have something that makes me very hopeful. Indeed, that makes me more hopeful than my own provision. What is that? فَلَقَدْ حَسُنَ وَنِّي عَلَيْكَ I have good expectation about you. I trust you because I have great expectations about you. حُسْنُضْوَنْ means you should always think in a positive way about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You know, this is quite opposite to tiara. You know, in Surah Yasin we have inna tatayyarna bikum. Tatayyur means to be pessimistic. Sometimes you are pessimistic with respect to people. Say, you know, for example, they are going to, I don't know, mistreat me. My marriage is going to fail. My business is going to fail. I, they will, you know, fire me from job. And sometimes you have this pessimism with respect to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You say Allah is not going to forgive me, Allah is not going to make me a good person, Allah is not going you know, to include me among his 
chosen servants in Akhirah, I'm going to suffer, I'm going to hell. So, this is not good. There is a beautiful hadith of Qudsi, a divine saying, which says, The way you expect Allah to treat you is very likely to be actually the way He treats you. So, you have to always have good expectations. Never say, Allah is not going to forgive me. Say, Inshallah, Allah is going to forgive me. Allah is going to be kind. Allah is going to give me good children. Allah is going to give me good you know, marriage, good job. Everything always be positive and optimistic. This is Hosnodan. Uh, there is a very technical discussion here. Uh, I don't have time, unfortunately, to explain that. Why having Hosnodan is very good. And why Hosnodan actually comes from having good qualities. Uh, maybe inshallah sometime in future you know I will explain this point for you in any case my provision is very little but I have optimism I have positive uh, impression that inshallah you are going to help me you are going to save me and therefore I trust you فَلَقَدْ حَسُنَا So I have good understanding, good vision, good impression, good expectation in trusting you. I know that if you take over, I can reach my destination. If you are my support, no matter how little is my provision, I can be successful. Therefore, my little provision is not enough and sufficient, but my hope in you, my trust in you, would supplement. We should not say, okay, my provision is uh, not going to be sufficient, so let's have nothing. No. Whatever you can do, you must do. Because if you don't have any provision at all, out of being careless out of not bothering about your journey, that is bad. Then you cannot have this Hosnazan. Amirul Mu'minin Do not be one of the people who have hope without doing anything. You have to do your best, but at the end, even if you do your best, your provision would not be enough for eternal journey, for an infinite journey. But try also to have great hope in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala try to trust him and inshallah your provision with the help of Allah would be sufficient Allah shows you shortcuts Allah will make things easy for you Allah will remove barriers so you don't need to spend too much energy with little provision if you have very good guide you can reach if my crimes have made me frightened from your punishment, I know I have crimes. I know I have committed sins. I know I have not been always good. So therefore I have fear from your punishment, from your justice. But, at the same time that I have this fear because of my crimes, I don't have fear about you. 
sometimes you know you have fear not because you have done something wrong you have fear because someone is bad person you know a thief i don't know a you know bad for example neighbor and an unjust for example ruler we have fear not because we have done necessarily something bad because we know that these people have no akhlaq no mor morality when it comes to allah our fear is not from allah our fear is from ourselves so i have done bad things i have committed crimes so i have fear from allah's punishment and justice but at the same time فَإِنَّ الرَّجَائِي قَدْ أَشْعَرَنِي بِالْأَمْنِ مِنْ نِقْمَتِكَ But my hope in you has made me able to feel أَشْعَرَنِي It's a very beautiful way of expressing this concept. You know, شَعَر in Arabic means hair. Your hair is your شَعَر. أشعرني بالأم means as if I feel uh, sorry I feel with my skin and my hair you know so it means something which is like touching me so this feeling is there with the hope that I have that I will be safe from your punishment بالأمن أمن means safety security so the hope that I have in you has given me this feeling of safety and protection from your punishment. It means that although I am very much worried about my crimes and this brings fear to my heart but I have so much hope in you and your love, your mercy, your forgiveness that I feel I shouldn't that much worry. You are so merciful that despite all the bad things that I have done, I feel safe. I knew you would be patient with me. I would, you would give me opportunity to repent. You are not going to destroy me right away. You are not going, going to withdraw your rahmah from me. You are not going to close the gates of Tawbah. You know, there is a beautiful story that I think was Imam Qadim alayhi salam. Uh, he asked one of his... Uh, servants to do something and he didn't listen to Imam you know normally servants are very fearful but Imam's servants were not fearful so Imam asked him why you didn't listen to me he said Amen Tukke he said I feel safe I know that you are not going to beat me you are not going you know to punish me you are such a kind you know person that I you know feel safe so sometimes people may take advantage of you know this kind of kindness you know so if there is a boss if there is a teacher if there's a father who is very kind you know uh, maybe sometimes people will take advantage but in the long term inshallah they will realize that they should instead of you know taking advantage in a negative way they should appreciate and make themselves closer do something to please such a loving person when this person doesn't want to hit you, beat you, punish you, you should appreciate. Not that you are feeling safe so you become more criminal. So we say to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, if my crimes have made me fearful from your azab and punishment, my hope 
has made me able to feel safety. I feel safe. وَإِنْ كَانَ ذَنْبِي قَدْ عَرَّضَنِي لِعْقَابِكَ فَقَدْ آذَنَنِي حُسْنُ ثِقَتِي بِثَوَابِكَ If my sin has exposed me to your azab, your punishment, has made me subject to your punishment, now because of my sin, it's likely to be punished. But, فَقَدْ آذَنَنِي حُسْنُ ثِقَتِي بِثَوَابِكَ But, my good trust in you has referred me, has you know, made indication of your reward, your help. It means that... Uh, when I look at my sin, I become very worried. I know that I am subject to azab, but my trust in you and in your generous reward makes me not lose my hope. وَإِنْ أَنَامَتْنِ الْغَفْلَةُ أَنَ الْإِسْتِعْدَادِ لِلِقَائِكَ فَقَدْ نَبَّحَتْنِ الْمَعْرِفَةُ بِكَرَمِكَ وَآلَائِكَ If my heedlessness, my ghafla, my negligence, my heedlessness has made me asleep أَنَ الْإِسْتِعْدَانِ لِلِقَائِكَ So that I cannot get ready for meeting you. So because I have been heedless, I have been in the state of like sleeping. Instead of being awake and active and alert and, you know, all the time working hard to get ready, you know, like a person who has exam, a person who wants to, for example, travel, he has to make lots of preparations. Imagine if this person then falls into a deep sleep. He doesn't get ready. He misses the flight. He misses the exam. Even if he goes there, he's not ready. He has not packed. He has not, you know, prepared. So... My ghafla, which is the perhaps worst thing and the cause of any other bad problem, in this ghafla, this negligence, this being heedless, has made me asleep. Instead of getting prepared, istadad means preparation. Instead of getting ready and prepared for meeting you, I have gone into deep sleep. As you know, the Prophet said, Annasu niyamun. People are asleep. When they die, they become alert. And when you connect, it becomes When you connect them, it's When they die, they become alert. But that's too late. You have to become alert before you die. So, if my ghafla, my negligence, my heedlessness has, ina uh, sorry, has uh, made me unable to get ready for meeting you for the day of judgment, for the day of resurrection, but فَقَدْ نَبَّحَتْنِ الْمَعْرِفَةُ بِكَرَمِكَ وَآلَائِكَ But my knowledge, my 
ma'rifah, my understanding, my awareness of your karam, your generosity, and Allah, your bounties, your mm, blessings, has made me honored. Nabbaha means to make someone honored. You know, in Arabic and uh, modern Arabic today, uh, for uh, horn, you know, they say, alatun nebaha. You know, if someone presses on the, for example, horn of the car. So, tanbih means to make someone alert, to make someone conscious. So, my ma'rifah of your generosity, your karam, my ma'rifah of your blessings and Allah, make me awake. Even if I am heedless, but then I see Allah is so generous and everyone is getting so much from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So why I shouldn't take? Like for example, a student who is lazy, doesn't do anything, but he says everyone is learning and passing exam, get good results, good job, good offers. So he says, why shouldn't I benefit from such a good teacher that I have? Why shouldn't I learn from him? Or when there are, for example, people who have nothing to eat, they are starving. Then there is a generous person offers warm food, everything, and then there is a lazy one who is just starving. He looks, everyone has got food, has got a cup of tea, some bread, some warm food. So he says, why I shouldn't go and take? So my ma'rifah of your generosity and honor makes me honor. وَإِنْ أَوْحَشَ مَا بَيْنِي وَبَيْنَكَ فَرْطُ الْعِسْيَانِ وَالْتُقْيَانِ فَقَدْ آنَسَنِي بُشْرَ الْغُفْرَانِ وَالْرِضْوَانِ In Arabic, vahsha is opposite to uns. Uns means to be acquainted with something, to be used to something, to feel comfortable. Vahsha means to feel lonely, to feel a stranger. Mm, something which is, you are, it's not, you know, ordinary, something you are, you are used to it, it's, you have no acquaintance with, you know, it makes you worry. It's not, Vahsha doesn't directly mean fear, but indirectly it can be used for fear. So sometimes, you know, in some languages like Farsi, we use Vahsha for fear. But in Arabic, literally, vahsha is not fear. Vahsha means loneliness, not to be acquainted with something. You have no friend, no companion. This is vahsha. For example, animals which are wild, they are called vahshi because they don't get used to you. Those which are domestic animals, you know, they are ahli. They get used to you. They live with you. They do not trust you. They come close to you. Those which are vahshi, they are wild, means they don't. Uh, get used to you. Okay. Here we say, إن أوحش ما بيني وبينك فرط العصيان والطغيان. If because of excess in disobedience and being extravagant and going, you know, out of my boundaries and being inordinate, طغيان is between inordinate. If because of these things, this excess in sin and being inordinate, the relation between me and you is not a friendly relation. 
I feel I'm not very close to you. I feel I am alone. There is no acquaintance, unfortunately. As if I know, don't you know you. You don't know me. We are not in a very close and good relation. Because of fartul asyan. Because of being excessive in committing sins. Keeping committing sins. Okay, if this has caused this problem between us, فَقَدْ آنَسَنِي بُشْرَ الْغُفْرَانِ But the Bishara, the good news, the glad tidings of your forgiveness and your pleasure has given me acquaintance with you. Has given me uns. I don't feel lonely. I don't feel, you know, frightened. I feel I am very close to you. When you look at my scenes, I feel, oh my, must be thousands of miles away from you. I cannot even look at you. I feel shy, you know, I bend down my head because I know what I have done. But when I read the Quran, when I read about your forgiveness, about your rahmah, about you being sari or rida, you are quickly being pleased as we have in du'as. Then I don't feel lonely. I feel still you are with me. I have been disobeying you, but still you have remained there for me, waiting for me to return. As'aluka بِسُبُحَاتِ وَجْهِكْ وَبِأَنْوَارِ قُدْسِكْ O Allah, I ask you because of سُبُحَاتِ وَجْهِكْ because of the illumination because of the light of your face you know, Allah doesn't have physical face. When we say Vajhullah, which is also used in the Quran, Yabqa Vajhurabbik, means some, something, some aspect of the reality, of the truth, that by considering that, you pay attention to Allah. You know, what is the face? What is my face? We have different parts of body. Which part of my body is my face? That part of my body that when you look at it, you have encounter with me. You are in the closest condition to talk to me. If you are talking from behind, that is not my face. If you want to talk to me properly, if you want to be in a good uh, encounter with me, you have to look at my eyes, look at my face. Wajhullah is what you should pay attention to, what you should turn to in order to be in good encounter with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And it very much depends on you. If you have good understanding, everything is Wajhullah. 
Wherever you look, wherever you turn, it is Wajhullah. If you are not given that type of understanding, then even if you pray, you find Allah missing. If you go to Kaaba, even you don't find Allah there. There are people who go to Kaaba and they are far from Allah. There are people who worship idols inside Kaaba. So it depends on your alertness. So we have this concept of Vajhullah. And there are things that have better chance of directing you towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we say Allahumma. Uh, sorry, we say As'aluka bi-subuhati wajhik wa bi-anwari qudsik. I ask you because of this or I ask you this. Both can be correct. I ask you to give me my request because of the light of your face or I ask you light of your face. Both can be uh, grammatically correct. Subhat Wajhik, the light, the purity, the attractions of your face, the lights of your purity, your sacredness. I beseech, I beg you, I wholeheartedly ask you. Because of your Rahmah which comes, your Rahmah which comes down like, you know, wind, like breathing. Something that you can draw to yourself from Allah's Rahmah. And your subtle goodness something which is latif not harsh very soft very nice very subtle very sublime I ask you because of these and to I ask you please make my expectations make the good Impression that I have about you make my husnadan what I you know think that inshallah you are going to give me from good things make that real to means make it real make it actual make it happen so please whatever I hope from your great generosity and honor and beautiful and arm beautiful giving make them real make them happen. Please don't disappoint me in my hope in you. What are those things that I hope? To be close to you. This is the most important thing, as we said in the previous monajat. The best thing to ask is to ask for being close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. To ask Allah Himself. Was Zulfa. Zulfa means also Qurba, means to be close. To be close to you, to be near you. To be able to enjoy looking at you. 
to look at Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by your heart if Allah gives us chance to look at him if Allah shows himself to your vision of the heart if the experience that mu'mineen have on the day of judgment if that happens in dunya then you would not replace it with anything else who can have the experience of looking at Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with his eyes of the heart and then look for something else. May inshallah Allah enable us to have that experience, that sweetness of looking at Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, talking to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, feeling the presence of Allah, feeling Allah's support for us, feeling Allah's power on us, Allah's knowledge to us, Allah's wisdom flowing from your heart. If you feel this, then you will not replace it with anything else. وَالتَّمَتُّعِ بِالنَّوَرِ إِلَيْكَ وَهَا أَنَا مُتَعَرِّضٌ لِلنَّفَحَاتِ رَوْحِكَ وَأَتْفِكَ And now here I am. I expose myself to the breathing of your rahmah and your lot, your grace, your favor. I am seeking the rain of your generosity. I hope the drops of the rain, the shower of the rain of your generosity and favor come on me. I run away, I escape from your wrath to your pleasure. I don't have anyone else to go to him. So if I run away from your wrath, I come to you. I run from one door, but I come back from another door. I come to the door of Rahmah, to the door of pleasure, Reza. Harabun minka ilayk. I run away from you to you. From your wrath to your rahmah, to your forgiveness. Rajin ahsanamaladek. I have hope in the best thing that you have. Look at, you know, sometimes maybe you say, you know, this is too ambitious. Who you are to expect the best thing that Allah has? Someone like Prophet, some, someone like Imam should have this. But, you know, when Allah is kind, so why we shouldn't try that? You know, when it comes to good things, you have to have ambition. I don't deserve this, but I hope that you give me the best thing that you have. Doesn't Allah love us to give the best thing that we have to people without expectation, without asking them? If a beggar comes to me and I have, you know, two pieces of dress, one is the best, one is not that good. Doesn't Allah love me to give the best one to him? I'm sure he does. He does love this. So he would also do the same. So we say, Allah, please give me the best thing that you have. I have hope in the best thing that you have and is in your treasure. I trust your mawahib. Mawahib means gifts. 
I depend on your gifts. What is your source of income? I don't have any source of income. I depend on the gifts of my father, for example. You know, as a child, what can you do? As a child, you don't make any income. You don't make any earning. As a child, you are dependent. Of if a person is, you know, for example, ill, even if he's grown, he's dependent. We are ayalullah, we are dependent on him. Of course, this doesn't mean we have to be lazy. No, we have to work hard. But at the end, we are dependent. How much I can earn? I need, for example, you know, $1,000, I can earn only $10, $20, $50. So I have to depend on him. Of course, you have to show that you are not lazy. You do work, you work hard. But at the end, you are dependent. I depend on your gifts. I cannot survive without your gifts. Muftaqirun ila ra'ayatik. I am in need of your ra'aya. Ra'aya means taking care of someone. Like a shepherd which looks after the uh, you know sheep and goats. I am in need of your ra'aya. Like a father who looks after family. Like a guardian who looks after people. So I depend on your gifts. I am in need of your ra'aya. Then we say some other things to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, which I leave it for the next week because I know that soon the time of Maghreb for North America is coming and perhaps you need to get ready for Salat and Iftar. This is very important time, it's the time before Maghreb. It's the best time for du'a, or one of the best times for du'a. Inshallah, pray for the community. Pray for Imam Zaman. Pray for all the people who love Imam Zaman. Pray that, inshallah, we do good things in this month of Ramadan. Pray that, inshallah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgive all of us. Inshallah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgive all marhumin. And, inshallah, give shifa to all the people who are ill. The first question, what steps can one take to achieve the vision of Allah in their hearts as you describe? It's a very good question and I am not a very good person to answer this question. But basically what we have to do is we have to show to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that we really want to have this vision. If Allah sees in our heart eagerness for seeing him not just saying something verbally you know just a lip service if you are really eager to have that vision of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala if when occasions of sin come you pay no attention if for example as a young boy young man if the most beautiful woman comes in front of you for the sake of taqwa, you don't look at her because you want to look at Allah's rahmah, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will show this to you, inshallah. When occasions for haram come, when I don't tell lies, I don't tell qayba, I don't you know, annoy anyone, I keep myself 
isolated from anything bad i try to protect myself i try to keep myself clean nice tidy pure then inshallah allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give us this vision there is nothing like taqwa there is nothing which can be replacing taqwa we need taqwa more taqwa more taqwa Ya ayyuhalladhina amanu attaqullah wal tanzur nafsun ma qaddamat lighadin wa attaqullah Allah says twice to have taqwa means taqwa is the only solution and inshallah if we achieve this taqwa in this month of Ramadan then we can be very hopeful to be given inshallah that vision of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala may Allah inshallah give me the ability to have taqwa and inshallah, may Allah strengthen your taqwa, inshallah. I don't know if there is any other question. Uh, it seems that we don't have any other question. So I don't want to take that much of your time. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to be your support. And I ask Allah to inshallah accept your fasting, your du'as, your salat. To inshallah grant your request. And inshallah, because of also you, inshallah, Allah do the same with me. Uh, the second question to follow up on the previous question: What satisfaction and what uh, do we feel like to have Allah's vision in one's heart? Yeah, this is very good question, but uh, it needs long time to discuss. Very briefly, what I can say is that if you have that vision of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then the result would be that you don't need to struggle to avoid haram someone who has Allah's vision sometimes who feels closeness of Allah presence of Allah someone who feels the pleasure of being close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala nothing bad would be attractive to him nothing bad would you know be tempting him he doesn't need to struggle and you know to resist against temptations there will be no temptation for bad things if i am hungry and there is a food it would be attractive but if i have had very delicious food already then i will not be attracted towards any other thing so a person who has that vision of Allah, that feeling of closeness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, for him to be pious, to be pure, to be away from bad things would not be difficult. Inshallah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives us that experience and inshallah makes it frequent for you inshallah. And then uh, I think we would be in a better position inshallah to understand. Thank you very much for your attention, for your questions, for your du'as. May inshallah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make you amongst his best servants and inshallah amongst the righteous people, amongst the best supporters of Imam Zaman. And inshallah because of your du'a, inshallah Allah helps also this humble servant. Wa akhiru da'wana and alhamdulillahi rabbil alam. Thank you.